and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Tonight I want to preach a message that in fact I actually leaned into in 2014. It's a message called, This Time I Will Praise the Lord. This morning we, in the Holy Spirit, it was an unlocking of an atmosphere of worship and and praise here in Sutherland. And one of the things our church gets to enjoy is a phenomenal atmosphere of, of praise and worship. I mean, I was thinking back to conference and there was that, remember that song, First Love? Which, um, it's new levels. But when I'd sing it, I didn't know if I was talking to Alison or Jesus. But during that song, I was like, oh, I like this song. We had an atmosphere of the glory of God. Horizon Church knows how to worship God. I, I mean that. We know how to worship our Saviour. And What I'm about to preach tonight in some ways is prophetic to who we are. It's prophetic to to what we believe. It's prophetic to some extent to how God unlocks our future as a church. Because how many of you know God has got a great future for us? So I'm going to lean into this message again. I've reshaped it, added some new thoughts and new ideas. This time, I know it's not like a a classy title. You know, last week's message on Sunday morning I called Breathe Again. It worked. This morning, the midnight hour. Sunday night, this time, I will praise the Lord. (laughs) But it's still good. So I want to talk to you tonight about a woman. A woman who was consumed by rejection and unhappiness. She had strife in her marriage. She was riddled with inferiority. The person that I want to talk to you tonight is about a lady by the name of Leah. Leah was the wife of Jacob. Jacob had a second wife. During that time, book of Genesis, the Lord was populating the earth, multiple wives, Jacob had another wife by the name of Rachel. The problem for Leah, though, is that Jacob's heart was towards Rachel and not Leah. His preference was so strong towards Rachel that Leah felt completely abandoned. Now, Rachel, however, was barren. Leah was not. And so we're going to pick up the story in Genesis chapter 29, verse 32. Genesis chapter 29, verse 32. This time I will praise the Lord. Are you ready? So Holy Spirit, help us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. So Leah conceived and bore a son and she called his name Reuben for she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. What was her affliction? a husband who did not love her in the way that she wanted. So she has a son by the name of Reuben. It says, now therefore, watch this, my husband 
will love me. So Leah names her firstborn son Reuben, which if you actually look at the name Reuben, uh, Hebrew name, it literally means this, see, a son. And so in other words, what she's saying to her husband Jacob, surely you love me because see, I've given you a, come on, a son. Fortunately, didn't work. And so in verse 33, the Bible says that she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, He has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. The name Simeon means literally one who hears. That is, it suggests that Leah had been talking to God about her misery. And she's saying, God, my husband does not love me. She names his second son, Simeon. Verse 34 says, she conceived again and bore a son and said, now this time my husband, watch this, will become attached. She thought surely after three sons, my husband's now gonna love me. My husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi. And the name Levi means attached. Three sons hoping that a husband would love her. Unfortunately for Leah, she was dejected and rejected by her husband because Jacob's heart was in fact towards Rachel and not, come on church, and not Leah. Now, keeping in mind, we're not talking about, although these have been back-to-back verses of children, we're not talking about a time frame that was one month child, second month child, the third month the child. This is a long process. This is dejection. This is rejection over a sustained period of time. And then in verse 35, it says, Leah conceived again and she gave birth to a son, she said, to a son, she said, this time, watch this, this time, this time, the first time I was hoping my husband would love me. The second time I was hoping he would love me. The third time I was hoping he would love me. But this time I'm taking my attention away from my problem. Watch this. And this time I will, come on, I will praise the Lord. So watch this. She named him, come on church. She named him Judah. The name Judah means praise. And so Leah decides, I've tried to work out the situation in my own strength. I've tried to get my husband to love me. I've tried to get my husband to appreciate me and not reject me. Time after time, I've been dejected and rejected, but now I'm taking my eyes off the situation 
and I'm putting them on the Lord. This time I will praise the Lord. Verse 35 is in fact the first time in the entire Bible that the word praise is actually mentioned. And Leah's choice to praise finally connects her with a divine order sent from heaven. This choice was so powerful that you and I have been affected by it all the way in 2022, that a woman who was rejected and dejected said, I'm taking my eyes off the circumstance. This time I will praise the Lord. Up until then, everything had been about her problems, her rejection, her life, watch this, on the sidelines. Some of you feel like your life is on the sidelines. If only I could get more social media likes. (laughs) If only I could be more popular. If only I could be more recognised. Leah says, You know what I need to do? I actually need to turn my attention towards God. And she says, this time I will praise the Lord. This is a word for some people here today. Your focus has been on your problems. Your focus has been on the things that rejected you, dejected you and hurt you. But maybe what God is actually doing is calling you to the place called Praise. C.S. Lewis writes that praise is inner health made audible. Inner health made audible. Praising my God, setting my eyes upon Him. Now watch this. The moment that Leah uttered those words, things began to change in the atmosphere. In fact, Heaven shifted. This was a seismic movement. And that moment, praise was birthed in her life. Is there anyone who's ready to praise God tonight, regardless of their circumstance? And watch this. Things began to change when she became a praiser. What should have been the legacy of an unloved, Uncared woman, in fact, we should say a second choice woman, instead gets turned on its head as the birth of praise in her life gives birth, watch this, to a great destiny. Don't underestimate the power of praise because out of Judah came three kings. One. King David. Two, Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. And three, Jesus Christ himself. Because a dejected woman made a decision, I will praise the Lord. Praise became so dominant that a whole nation gets named after Judah. The national religion of Israel is named after the fourth born 
who becomes first Judaism. The people are named after Judah. Jew is short for Judah. All of this influence came from a rejected woman who was unloved, unappreciated and despised, who decided this time I will, come on, praise the Lord. Why did things change? Because when you put praise in its rightful place, destiny is birth. There's a movement and darkness and depression must bow its knee when we praise. Let me give you four things. Number one, praise will cause you to rule. Amen. Praise gives birth to rulership. Judah is fourth, but he rises to the top. The birthright should have been Reuben. He was the firstborn. Simeon and Levi should have been more powerful than Judah, but it's God's way. God makes him first because praise comes first. I love Judah because he's not man's first choice, but he's God's first choice. God chooses praise, watch this, to be the leader. You might be fifth, sixth, seventh, tenth in the line, but if you become a praiser, praise will cause you to rule. Why? Because God loves to switch the natural order and create a supernatural one. Amen. Genesis 49 verse 10 says, the scepter will not depart from Judah. Authority will not be taken away from those who praise, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants. It not only affects you, it touches your descendants. It touches your children and your children's children. There is an authority that comes with people who praise. I love how much God likes to take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. If you're the fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth, 972 in the line, God's asking you to praise. Number two, praise protects the dream and the dreamer. Amen. Now watch this. In Genesis 37, uh, Jacob's sons are jealous of Joseph. They want to kill Joseph. Judah's there. They take Joseph, they throw him into a pit. Remember my series, pits, prisons and palaces? They want me to do that on Right Now Media. They throw him into a pit. But watch this, it was Judah, not any of the brothers. It was Judah who said this, Genesis 37 verse 26. Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? It was praise that protected the dream and praise protected the dreamer. Some of you, your dreams have died. Your dream of getting married has died. 
The dream of having a child has died. The dream of destiny has died. The dream of your children serving Jesus has died. For some of you, you started with a dream, but now your dream is under threat. It's been many times when my dreams have been threatened. People, wonderful people, have tried to destroy my dream through opinion and belief. But you've got to learn to be a praiser. The first youth ministry I ever ran, I was 23 years of age, became a youth pastor. Back then I was a youth leader and I became a youth pastor. And there was somebody else who should have been, who was ahead of me, we could say, to take on the youth ministry when my youth pastor moved to America. I was kind of like three, four, five, somewhere around there. But I learned something. Here's a, little, here's a little tip for you. If you're number five, be a number one at being a number five. If you're a number three, be a number one at being a number, number three. Set you up. I was like three, four, but I chose to be number one at being a number four. And one day, David Storer becomes our new senior pastor of the church. Invites me to become the youth pastor. Whoa, shock. And this lovely family in the church decided to have me over to cook me curry. How good is that? I'm like, I like this family. Come the new youth pastor, you get invited over for roti, naan bread and butter chicken and mango pickle. Amen. Dishes are done. So they say this to me. Oh, we're very happy that you've become the new youth pastor. Honest truth. They say, however, the reason why we have you over here today is because we as a family don't believe that you should have been the new youth pastor. <laughs> the person, and I won't name his name because you never know if he ever hears the sermon, well, he didn't do anything wrong. We believe he should have been the youth pastor. Now, I was 23. I was a young brother. That stuff got into my spirit. But I had learnt something when I was a teenager. I learnt how to praise God. I learnt how to praise. I learnt how to praise. And regardless of what was said to me, I praised and I praised and I'd get up in the morning and I'd set the alarm clock and I'd praise God, I'd praise God. Because praise protects the dream and the dreamer. Little did they know, out of that youth ministry would come some of our best church leaders that exist in our nation today. People would attempt to abort the dream, hurt the dream through their disbelief. But you can't build your life on the opinions of other people. But what is in your control is not to curse them because that would be sin. What is in your control is, can you praise God? I praise you, Jesus. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You have anointed me for such a time as this. I praise you, my God. Amen. Amen. Number three, praise 
is the chosen weapon to fight. Who knows that to be true? By the way, it's not social media. What? (laughs) It's not gossip. Many believers choose gossip to be the weapon to fight. Amen. I'm very careful. I'm very nervous about people who gossip to me. Because if they gossip to you, <laughs> what are they saying about you? Don't gossip to me. It doesn't, it doesn't go well with my soul. Because I want to go home and watch the block and enjoy it and not have that stuff, not have that stuff in my spirit. Can I have a good amen? Praise is a weapon, people of God. It's a weapon that God has given to us to fight. Watch this, Judges chapter one, verse one. Are you ready for this? Who's getting something out of this tonight? Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord saying, who shall be first? That is a series of tribes. Who shall be first? Come on, everyone say first. First. Who shall be first to go up Uh, for us against the Canaanites to fight against them. And the Lord said, Judah, come on, praise. Praise shall go up. Indeed, I have delivered the land into His hand. You want the land delivered into your hands? Be a praiser. This time, I did Leah ever think in her wildest dreams that out of her would come a people group that would affect the nations of the world because she chose to praise. Judges 20 verse 18. Then the children of Israel arose and went up to the house of God to inquire of God. They said, which of us shall go up first? Everyone say, first. First to battle against the children of Benjamin. The Lord said, watch this, Judah first. This time I will praise the Lord. Praise always, come on, praise always comes first. You're going through something, praise God first. Judah was instructed to go first. I don't understand God, I don't know what's going on, but I praise You, I praise You. You're an awesome God. You're a mighty God. I declare Your goodness, Your grace, Your mercy, Your power, Your authority. I praise You, Jesus. Watch this. Nothing could be overcome, conquered or claimed without praise being involved. That's a heavy word right there. And it was praise that would taste victory first. Praise, watch this, tells everyone that God is in control. It tells you that God is in control. It tells others that God is in control. It tells the circumstance God is in control. And it tells the devil that God is in control. Any praises in the house tonight? Anyone ready to praise God? We are gonna praise God in this place because praise comes first. Watch what the Bible says about praise. Genesis chapter 49, verse nine. Judah, remember, praise. 
Judah, my son. Oh, this is a good verse for you tonight. He's like a young, happening lion. It's a young lion, that is. It's fresh, it's alive. That's what praise does. It roars against the powers of darkness. Watch this, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. You want your foes, not as in people, but as in bad demons and everything else. You wanna destroy those things? Praise first. Come on, praise God, praise God. The devil wants you to think about it. The devil wants you to put it all on social media. The devil wants you to gossip. The devil wants you to talk to everybody else except going to the Lord. You're literally acting like Leah and giving birth to children without saying, this time, ah, well, when are we gonna get to a place where we say, this time, this time, this time, on this occasion, I will praise the Lord. You gotta see the rest of the verse. Like a lion, praise, come on now. Like a lion, how powerful is praise? Like a lion, he crouches and lies down. Like a lioness, who dares to rouse him? Don't rouse the people of God when they praise. The enemy's gonna run. Satan's a coward. He's a liar and he's a coward. When we praise, there's a stirring, there's a rising up in the people of God. Jesus' Name. Can I give you the fourth one? Praise is the only appropriate choice to welcome a new day. And all the morning people said, oh, I've got a few cousins in the house tonight. All the morning people said, see, it's biblical because David said, early will I seek thee. Amen. Praise is the only appropriate choice to welcome a new day. Now watch what happens. Joshua conquers the land and the children of Israel, through the leadership of God, are allocated their particular land divisions. So, and so uh, Judah, where's my keyboard? Pam, look at that. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> Usually I'm good at noticing that thing. Pam was like, done. Man, oh man. So Judah, the tribe of Judah, come on, stay with me now. They get allocated their land. Watch this. Numbers chapter two, verse three. On the east, who lives on the east? Anyone? One person lives in Sydney. Who lives on the east? If you didn't know, you live on the east coast of Australia. We learnt that in year eight geography. On the east, watch this, toward the sunrise, the divisions of the camp of, watch this, Judah, are to encamp under their standard. Where was Judah positioned? Judah was positioned in the east. The other tribes had their allotment, but Judah, praise, was told, 
you have the land facing the east towards the what? The sunrise. Watch this. When you're in the east, we are the first to see darkness disappear. Right now, it's sunlight in Perth, in Western Australia. It's three hours behind. Darkness disappears in the east before it does in the west. But in the east, we're the first to see the sunrise. Why? Because praise causes darkness to disappear. And praise, come on now, ushers in a new day in the east. When you praise, darkness disappears. When you praise, it's the beginning of a new day. Where was Judah positioned? Praise was positioned in the east. You start the day with praise. You declare a new day when you praise. Leah said, this time I will praise the Lord. What happened? Darkness disappeared and a new day was ushered in. Praise chases away the night and it opens your eyes to the possibility of a new dawn, freshness in your marriage, a new financial position, a new job, new friends. Not that your friends you have around you are bad, but some better ones. No, just kidding. (laughs) Because praise is the only thing worthy to herald the beginning of a new day. This day is so full of potential. And the only thing that God is saying that is fitting to greet this day and tomorrow morning and Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning, He's saying, the only thing that's fitting to greet a new day is praise. Not Netflix, not Disney Plus, not Prime Video, not social media. The Lord's saying, it's praise. Come on, put that thing away and praise God, praise God, praise God. And usher in a new day over your life. Watch this. Praising God at the beginning of the day says to God, I appreciate this day and I expect that you are in charge. Are you ready to usher in a new day over your life? Are you ready to usher in a new day over your marriage? Are you ready to usher in a new day over your family? This time, I will praise the Lord. I'm looking at Horizon Church for some people who'll be the praise leader of their row. Every time I come to church, I believe I'm a song leader. Why? Because I'm the praise leader of my row. Every time we come to church, I'm here. I'm not here to judge anything else. I'm not here to look at a million different things, although my brain goes in that direction. My eyes are on Jesus and I am here to praise the Lord. Can I put you on a seven day challenge? These things pop up on Facebook every now and again. 
where they talk to you about doing a 40 day challenge. Get buff. I wanna put you on a seven day challenge that tomorrow morning you will praise the Lord. Come on, on Tuesday morning. You're gonna start the day, Judah, praising God, ushering in there. New day, watch the darkness disappear. Use those singers, you can come. A seven day challenge that says, come on, light Leah, this time, come on, this time, this time. I've tried so many ways of fixing the problem, but this time I will praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.